What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a Deconstructing Topic Podcast. I did not forget my Deconstructing family. I did not forget you at all. I did say I was going to do like a weekly thing, and last week, be a little bit honest, I was a little bit out of it, trying to figure a couple of things out. So much going on in this world, so much going on in my life, so much going on. But we got to make it happen. So I'm going to make sure that I make these things a weekly episode. Like I always said, I want to bring at least two episodes per week. If it's up to me, I'll do it daily. But sometimes you need that mind. So today we are back. And today's episode 10 of the Deconstructed Topic Podcast. You, my family, I appreciate the support, the love, the feedback. Today we're going to be talking about something I've been wanting to talk about for the longest. And that's the philosophy behind the political parties, a.k.a. the Uniparty, a.k.a. a.k.a. means also known as the Democrats and Republicans. The two U.S. major political parties that are running this country. And we're going to examine, and what do I mean by the... uh, Uniparty, and a lot of people have asked me, well, some of you have asked me, hey, what does that mean, the Uniparty? You know, does that, I'm trying to get an idea what does that mean, and I, when I always talk about the Uniparty, I'm always talking about the both political parties, the Democrats and Republicans, and for me, I view them as one, one party. They both have a, a little bit differences here and there, but they both pro-war Poor corporation, pro of a lot of things that is not helping the people, as you can see. I mean, 20 years ago, for those who remember, when this country was under George W. Bush, President then, Republican, the news, the medias came on our TV screen, Political, I believe it was Colin Powell that came in on screen talking about this weapons of mass destruction and why we need to go to, I keep saying we, United States, but I'm living here. I love America. Look, I, I you know, sometimes people are going to sound and, and I'm pretty sure that people are not going to be like, oh, you know, you sound like a little, you know, anti-American or, or something to that effect. And no, no, not at all. I love America so much. That's why I devote myself to do this podcast to wake people up. Because people shouldn't be puppets. You, you shouldn't be going out there and be putting these people to uh, empower. And, and going back to what happened like 20 years ago, it's like it looks like the script has changed. And they lied to the American people and using your tax money to fund a, a war going on Iraq for no apparent reason. They didn't find anything there. And now we fund in Ukraine. Now the difference is that we're not sending troops. Like I said, the optics there. Don't want to send troops. That's not a popular thing. But hundreds of billions of dollars. And it's crazy because, you know, I was telling somebody, one of my sisters in arms, and I was like, everything I do, and I'm in New York City, every time I swipe my uh, debit card or anything, just for something simple, it seems like I'm wasting like eight, almost eighteen dollars. You know, the other day, I you know had a couple little stomach issues going on there, but uh, a little over the counter uh, 
pills and and so on and i bought something else and it was like yo 19 and some change and i'm like eh. and right now there's a lot of americans that you know there's a lot of people who might you know make a decent living but with the way things is going it's like people are in debt <clears throat> people sometimes gotta use that little extra money you gotta survive you gotta eat remember we in new york city so there's a lot of stuff in New York City that's expensive. So right now, the so right now the average person would say, "Wow, I, I wish I had five thousand dollars right now." In terms of, oh, let me get a personal loan. Let me get that. And I said to myself, you know, United States right now, the military complex, they are spending sixty-one thousand dollars per minute on Ukraine. You're gonna tell me that you can't get some of that money? You're not that. That guy Zelensky, he doesn't even have a, a student loan debt or anything like that. Doesn't have that. He never paid American taxes, but he's getting your tax money. Say what the unit party, and my thing with the unit party and and and, and the, the the Democrats and Republicans, like these parties have no intention to help people, but to make money off our division. And I remember not too long ago I was talking to uh, one of my brothers in arms, who man, who's a little bit. Hesitant to call the unit party because there's differences and we was discussing. He was like, well, you know, one of the reasons I vote Democrats because they're pro-union. And I said, whoa, whoa. Are they really? Now, when he says pro-union, for those who are familiar with unions, having a union is supposed to be something where you're, you're pro-worker. But I explained just because you're pro-union doesn't mean you're pro-worker. And we live, I live in, you know, last time I checked, I'm in New York, a blue state. And New York is, a, is in that will state, meaning that the company that you work for could terminate you. They don't have to have to give you a reason unless it's something discriminatory. People want to be like, what? So you tell me I work for a company 15, 20 years one day and they could just say, you know what, your service is no longer needed? Absolutely they can. That's what I mean that. Just because you're pro-union doesn't mean you're pro-worker. And one of the reasons why the Democrats lean towards installing pro-union lawyers and things like that in, in the uh, National Relations Board or whatever, it's because of um, donations that they get from the unions. You know, let's call it as it is. If you're not getting these monies from these unions, you're... Democrats probably wouldn't even care. They would side with the pro-corporate. And they do at the end of the day. And I was explaining to that 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 just because you're pro-union, again, you're still in a party that's pro-war. Meaning that it defeats the purpose of being pro-union if you're pro-war. You got to keep in mind what war does. There's a lot of billions of dollars that's been sent, not just Ukraine, but other places. I think they just pass a little thing of... Um, to Syria, like a hundred something million dollars, something to that to that effect. And the you know the fact is that they invaded Syria. You know, it stayed a couple of years, just went to Syria, took whatever the oil, you destroyed them, and now it's like, oh, I'm sorry, here, here's some money. Someone has to pay the price. Someone, and 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 my understanding is people out there that um, that have mentioned how, and there's an article out there that how when United States punts money in war. It takes a lot. It destroys more of the black communities because, again, there are certain issues that could be addressed with the money that the United States makes off of tax money, matter of us uh, taxpayers. 
Matter of fact, they sending monies over there, like I said. $61,000 per minute. That's a lot of stuff that you, you know, do the math. It could be addressed. Homelessness, for example, in New York City and a lot of places. Poverty. Oof, that's another podcast I'll be touching. So I always emphasize to, to the people, this is the pro-war, and I remember pro-war, pro-corporate, big pharma. That's another thing, too. 20 years ago, the, the, the Democrat Party was the anti-big pharma. Oh, you know, big pharma. When I say big pharma, that's the pharmaceutical companies who have reaped billions of dollars because of COVID. And it's no, it's no, no coincidence to me that under the Democrats' administration and, and across the board, like I said, the unit party, that they mandated the vaccine, huh? Who makes money off the vaccine? Not true. And they definitely not telling you to get the COVID shot when they mandated the COVID and how the media would put these commercials and and, and pit people against people that did not take the, the, the vaccine. And I'm like, really? Are you letting these people, these manipulate you that you should hate even people from your family because they did not take the vaccine? Come on now. But at the end of the day, you you don't benefit from it. Oh, you know, because of the COVID. I don't know. We don't know what the hell is going on over there. But the big pharmaceutical companies, they make, they make the good money off of it. But not true. And then that's one of the things that the unit party is one, one, one hand washes the other. And as we speak, we got a, a, a presidential candidate running on the independent, or let's say not independent, third party, the Green Party, Cornell West. The black philosopher, activist. I mean, that's a brother's brother. If you see his interview, and I'm going to share his interview, and I've been telling people about Cornell West. I enjoy Cornell West for the most part. I mean, he's a brother's brother. Like, you could feel like he's genuine to help the people. and But he's running on a third party. And it's interesting because you would think that, and I'll be more specific, white liberals would jump into Cornell West especially those white liberals that funded or gave money to Black Lives Matter, claiming that black people this, black people that, you know, that all, all cops are bad and, and, and you know, kind of like trying to feel pity for the, for, for the black community, but eh, they don't really care about the black community like that. So the minute Cornell West said, I'm running, you know how brother talks, he's like, I'm running to help America. Oh, they started bashing him. Those same... You know, white liberals, white media, everybody know. NPR, The Nation, they went after Cornel West. Oh, well, he shouldn't be running for president because if he does, then he's going to take away and Trump is going to win. I'm like, oh, great. Then, hey, <laughs> why should we vote and continue to put these people in power with a unit party? When these two political parties, wanted, one claims to be pro-life and pro-choice, whatever it is. But, you know, at the end, what, what does that mean? They, they use these little culture war things, you know, these little topics, abortion, you know, with all due respect to women, LBGT, with all due respect to LBGT. You know, pro-corporation, anti-corporation, whatever it is, pro-union, with all due respect to the unions. Those, you know, those, those topics don't affect the everyday average American. It doesn't. 
We still got poverty here in this country. New York City, New York City. And sometimes I always say, don't think that poverty is, is because of certain parts. I mean, I know there's certain parts of the United States that have it more harsh because of access to certain things. But in New York City, it's a different monster. New York City is like that convenience store. That's why everything is high, hijacked, the prices and all that. We pay for the convenience of living here. The average medium here is $111,000. The sad thing is that there's a lot of people that don't make that money. A lot. So what happens? They survive. That's where crime comes in and all that. But for me, the way I see poverty in, example, New York City, it's like it's, it's created. It's not genuine. It's not, how can I say, it's not something that because of something... There's a domino effect. No, I think it just created on purpose. Let people starve. Because when people starve, people don't think properly. Crime goes up. Don't think that people wake up. Look, I, I'll be honest. I might have done dirt when I was young, when I was starving, poor. At one point. So, you know, that's one of those things that, that I emphasize when it comes to the uni party. And then we put these people in power. The Clintons, the yeah, you know, and I, I was telling somebody, and it's interesting, and I go back to my brother-in-law, and I always, I always compare politics in the unit party to, to, to professional wrestling, you know, WWE style, you know, Hulk Hogan, what you gonna do, brother, you know, type of deal, the rock, you smell what the la 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 la, you know, those people, Stone Cold, give me hell yeah, you know, after this podcast, I'll probably grab, grab a beer or two. I'm a little bit hyped now. <laughs> so what is that about pro wrestling that why I compare this? So wrestling is scripted. Oof, you know, it's I don't want to use the word fake because I don't want somebody or pro wrestler that's listening to this podcast be like, wait, what you said? But I'm just saying, I'm, you know, just trying to, un it's a theater. So you got two people. You got a good guy, a good person, a good guy, whatever you want to call it, what they call baby face. And you got the heel, the villain, the bad guy. Those two people, those two people put on a theater and you pick one who's going to win and, and you're emotionally invested. But at the end of the day, it's all scripted. Those people don't hate each other at all. And it's funny because, to, like, let's say you got two opponents. You got me versus you. I'm just using an example. It's 2023, I'm the good guy. You're the bad guy. Three years from now, we go to another few, but this time, I'm the bad guy and you're the good guy. See how that works? And it changes the perception of the who, who, who the audience root for. And that's, to me, it's what the uni party is all about. You know, I see online some people talking about Trump, you know, like, like they hate Trump, and I'm like, well, if you're going to, like I always say, if you're going to hate Trump, hate the person that created Trump, which is Hillary Clinton. Now, he got indicted for whatever classi classified, well, I, I don't even know what the, well, what, you know, what does he have? But what breaks me is how people be like, yeah, yeah, he should go arrested. And I'm like, wait a minute. So they charging him with this thing called the Espion Espionage Act of 1917. Glenn Wynn will talk about it. For those who, let's say, familiar with a couple of stuff, 
Um, Julian Assange and Edward Snowden. Julian Assange the founder of WikiLeaks. I always tell people how he became known and one of the things that people have short-term memory. But I remember there was a video that was uploaded in WikiLeaks where you had these uh, journalists with civilians and there was a screen and then there was a shopper just flying. And I guess this shopper was like stealth because they didn't see the shopper. And then the next thing, you hear somebody on the radio telling the pilot, yo, go ahead. The next thing you see bullets. Like the these bullets are like 12-inch bullets. Like a ruler or something like that. Just being like target to, to, to human skin, humans. You see pieces of humans just flying. And that's those are the things that United States has been doing for years. We go to these countries, we telling the American, we need, well, we need your support, we need your money, and we ransack these countries. Um, civilian life, innocent life that has nothing to do with the war, and and Julian Assange. So he was charged with the same thing, and I say to myself, wow. So let's just say I'm a journalist, and I dig in. And I found out that our government had just been wanting to, to 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 be part of this Ukraine thing for years. They've been working on it, but because Trump was the president, they couldn't do it. Let's just say it's all scripted, and then they're going to take our tax money. And I found out that that's what it was as a journalist, and I become a whistleblower. And just because I did my work... To, to, to show the truth and what happened to the American public because the American, the voters, the taxpayer, they deserve the truth. Out of nowhere, I'm going to be charged. And I see people sh sharing on like, yeah, Trump, go to jail. I'm like, yo, chill, relax. I'm going to emphasize to people, I didn't vote for Trump. Never. Not a MAGA. How Russell uh, Brand would say, I'm not a MAGA. Uh, whatever, I'm just a freedom person, and I, I'm, I'm the same way, I'm, I'm I'm freedom, I'm up for freedom, tell me what you gotta do, tell me what you wanna do, without the, the, the constraints and the uh, uh, shackles of these uni party, the Democrats and the Republican party, they both the same, and I tell people, like, why is it that you, you feel that way, look at just to give you an idea, I'm from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico also have those two main parties there that are dividing the country. They don't do anything for the country. So, I'm from the independence movement. And that's another podcast there. And in our movement, you have to see that we view America, because America did crazy things in our country and they allow big pharma so the pharmaceutical companies were doing some crazy work like before like i'll give an example before the uh, headache pill comes in you got this big pharmaceutical company in puerto rico testing it on the people even though if people died until they get the good results and then they'll start selling those pills here just to give you an idea how that works it was puerto rico was just like a lab not only just a lab but even before that when it came to war you draft 50, 60,000, 70,000 Puerto Ricans, boom. Because they're American citizens, but not fully. Again, that's a different conversation. So I come with that mindset of being anti-imperial. And I'm here to, 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 
wake up to people. I don't, you know, Puerto Rico, let's say my neighbors, Dominican Republic in 65, they got invaded by the United States. I don't see that as the Republicans invaded or the Democrats invaded. No, United States. What consists United States? Two political parties. And they have, once in a while, you get an independent, you know, the Bernies, quote unquote, but not fully. Once in a while. So when you get these political parties or whatever the case might be, when you get a third party, oh, they want to restrict that third party from doing something. Hey, hold on from running because they don't want that. So my thing is this. I'm, I'm here in the United States. Why am I picking a party? Why am I picking a side? I, I shouldn't be picking a side. I'm going to remind you what this country this government, whatever it is, done to my country. Not, not only just to my country, but South America, the Caribbean, Hawaii, Africa. And you're telling me that I'm here in this country and I should be picking a side? Nah. I'm good. Relax. I'm good. But I will remind you why you shouldn't be go out there and, yeah, let's vote. You got a stick. I, I'm going to do these little stickers. Little ideas here that I got. You know, fermenting some, woo, some ideas here, my creative wild side, woo. So whenever people vote, you know, they get those stickers voted. I voted. No, I, I'm gonna give you a sticker, a bootleg. Bootleg. You know that that's that whole thing where it says brown nosing, kissing ass. It's the other way to. To do it. And that's what it is. The masters of these parties. Because I always tell people. Look. If you look at the elite Democrats. Republican. They all look the same. White. Old. <laughs> Once in a while you get people of color. Yeah, you got the whole. The, the, the squad with the. Alejandra Cortez. And Ilan Omar. And. Ayanna Presley. And all those people. And then on the right you got. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. And. I don't know what happened to the the, 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 the the politician with the the one with the patch. He he was uh, an American. Um, he was uh, a soldier at one point. He lost his eye. And he was coming on SNL. You know they were giving him a show until when it came to Ukraine. You voted pro war. That's the end of him. Yeah, he was that person who was telling Americans, "Well, I, they lied to us when we went to Iraq." Oh, but you 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 voted for yes, Marjorie Taylor Greene supposedly anti-pro war, but they all look alike because they sell you something. And I always say with the squad, it's like, and some people laugh when I put on Twitter. I'm like, yo, look, the squad it, it's just people to to add color to Congress. They don't really nothing. Jamal Bowman, they nothing. And I'm more critical of the uh, liberal Democrats, neoliberal, because they I'm in New York City. And when people talk about, yo, Trump is racist, I remember I came across one of my friends on the socials back then, back in 2019. They were like, yo, I'm going to vote because we need to end racism. I'm like, what? What? You had the other person that had the little the Biden-Harris background and we need to vote because democracy pen. I'm like, what? Democracy, we lost democracy a long time ago. And like Jimmy Dore says, uh, you know when we lost democracy? When a lot of people are living check to check. 
And don't don't get me with started with, oh, but you know, bad people make this bad decisions. Sure. But it's funny because those people that you put in power, they could make bad decisions, but they good. And like I was telling somebody, hey, you know, you want to call Trump racist, whatever it is. Oh, Trump is racist and all, blah, 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 blah. I tell people, you know what's more racist than Trump, New York City? And I lived in New York City for 30 years. And nothing has changed, honestly. The people on the bottom is still people of color. Black, Puerto Ricans, Mexicans. And it's, and it's interesting because I'm in the... You know, living in the Bronx, I was in an area where it was like predominantly Muslim. And I'm like, yo, wow, there's a lot of Bangladesh people in this area in houses. And it's funny, it's interesting. And I'll be straight up, they just renting it to their own people. Yeah, we over here stuck in the projects. Because nobody want to rent. Oh, you don't want to rent uh, your house to people of color. When I say people of color... You'd be like, oh, brown people, yeah, brown people, we all we all the same. No, you're not. Because I don't see black, I don't see Puerto Ricans. I don't see you renting it to those people. Hmm. Wow. And we live in an area that's democratic and it's represented by uh, Ocasio-Cortez. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. You got to call these things out, right? That's racism. That's another different podcast. And that's the things that I always tell people is like I, I I view when it comes to the the political aspect, the philosophy of it, it's like I view it as the same parties. It's the same one uni party. And we're gonna go twenty twenty four presidential election, we're gonna go with that thing. And I'll be doing a little another podcast about the who's running so far, who's in the lead, you know, so that you could be aware of what's going on. I'm feeling my boy Cornell West, and on the fact that he's running on the third party, Green Party, whoo, oh, I'm excited. Very anti-establishment, because the establishment hides behind both parties, and they both the same, and it's interesting, because Biden, if you grab Biden, who's the president now, 20 years ago, he was anti-LBGT, anti-gay marriage. Mm. You can find these videos online. So, oh, no, but he changed. No, he didn't change. He changed for the establishment because the establishment have to pick a side. Keep in mind, 20 years ago, the Democrats and Republicans were kind of similar, toting the same line as anti-gay marriage. Oh, but Obama changed. Obama was anti-gay marriage, too. But what happens is the pressure, especially in the LBGT community. Hey, listen, they have their rights. But what you started to notice is like, huh, Democrats started seeing the LBGT community more like voters. And that's what they do. They don't They don't see you like your issue as a black community. Give me a list of issues that you got in the black community. That's why New York City still, in terms of, of who's on top, who's on middle, who's on the bottom, is because they promise you, and unfortunately as a voter, yeah, yeah, so I'm going to vote for you. And when you vote for them, when it comes to the LBGT, they you see you as voters. So once you get voted in, they'll probably do the one single thing for you. Okay, gay marriage, boom, let's get it. But what have they done after that? And they pander, and unfortunately, voters, because they always tell you, like in New York City, ah, you know, you got to vote Democrats, you can't let the Republicans. 
And I'm like, oh, you know, you always hear, oh, it's the lesser of two evils. It's not the lesser of two evils. They're both evil. They're both, uh, they, they, they love it when you salivate and, uh, you know, see on your, your mouth like, oh, the Republicans and Trump, they, they must go down. They love it because they're going to make money off of you, off your hate. I want someone right now who voted for the Democratic Party. And look, I ain't going to forget that the Republicans is out there too. But I want somebody right now, be in New York City, right now, right now. Go to your local politician, whoever's your district council. I want you to ask them $5,000 right now. Tell them to, hey, give me $5,000, you know, pass $5,000, some type of stimulus right now. And they're going to say, oh, we don't got no money. Or they got money for... Ukraine over there. They got it. Student debt loan. <laughs> and it's funny because the public system here, they made you feel, I remember when I was in high school, like you had to go to college. They put that thing in your mind. Like if like if, if there was no other jobs, and I know jobs in industries. Look, I know uh, people that are union. That work as cleaners, throwing out the garbage in a residential commercial building, making about almost $30 an hour with medical benefits and all that. But they told you, like, those jobs are not good. So you should go to college. You need a degree bio. In all fairness, there are things that, yes, you do. And there's a lot of people out there with student debt because, you know, they, they, they really brainwashed that you had to, right? Again, I respect for those people who decided to go, so. You know, I like how sometimes they throw stats, oh, you know, people with college degrees, they make $20,000 more than somebody that's not in the same position. But guess what? That $20,000 actually to defeat the purpose when you got a student debt loan of 150000 Go figure. Oh, but they don't got money for you, but they got money for Ukraine. Pro-war, that's how it works. So when people are telling me, hey, listen, uh, you know, I'm going to vote Democrats because, you know, we, 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 you know, we got to end racism and, and, and the Republicans is about destroying our democracy. I'm like, yo, they both destroyed our democracy. And, you know, I see the uh, Democrats and, and, and Republicans always fighting uh, with, you know, the LBGT aspect of the schools and so on. Again, that's another different discussion. You know, I tell the LBGT people, don't. I want you to see it this way. Don't see this protect trans kid as something that they're doing on their social conscience. They're not. What they want is your those kids to actually be put in pills. Because at the end, if you're going to make changes in your body, you need certain pills, certain things. And guess who makes money off? Not the LBGT community. Not even those who are opposing that. What makes... A lot of money is the elite, the politicians that are that are paying for you to push that issue on on, on change, you know, the, on that transition of kids. But at the end of the day, it's big pharmaceutical company. Oh yeah, get these kids on meds. See, they're not gonna see it as yeah, I'm doing something socially. Now that kids wake up, and if a eight year old kid, let's say boy who feels like a girl and wants to be a girl, they whew, they salivate. They're not here on some, yeah, let them have that freedom. There's their body of their choice, blah, 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 blah. No, they're not, they're not going to do that. They're just thinking about ching, 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 ching. Yeah, more kids on meds. 
look at I'm 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 all for freedom. But I don't see this whole, you know, LBGT thing being, you know, teaching class or whatever. I don't really see it as something as let's show people the different type of people that we have in this United States. Because I don't. I really don't. I don't see it as that. I see it as, hey, you can't, you get kids uh, on meds, you confuse kids. Whatever it is that's going on, you're going to be putting them on meds. A lot of kids are going to go on meds. At the end of the day, and who's gonna make big money? I mean, who's gonna make that big money, big pharma? The Republicans are gonna be like, or oh, the conservatives, whatever it is, they're gonna be like, oh, don't teach the kids in school. But then, you know, what what do you teach in your area? What you know, what county? What what is it that you teach? You, looks like you probably was kind of teaching a little bit of racism because, hey, listen, I know conservatives, and it comes, you know, from. A lot of Christian values and so on. But, you know, when you implement Christian values to a kid, like saying, hey, you better than that person because you got Jesus, eh, relax there. <laughs> relax there, Mr. Conservatives, Mrs. Conservative, whatever. Oh, I'll be doing a podcast on, on you guys, too. Woo! Because I'm an equal opportunist. So I hope you enjoyed this. I hope that, you know, it went a little bit long. I could go on and on and on and on and on and on about the uni party. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to be doing a part two. But when, when you go out there and you think in your mind, when you look at Trump, oh, yeah, look, the Republicans and Trump and and the lesser two even. And, you know, look, and it's funny because the, the, the Bidens, they got a messed up family there. Trumps, the Clintons, the Barack Obamas, all those people there that don't really care about us. It's interesting because if their family, if something happened, something crazy happened to them, they commit a crime, they good. They're not going to pay the price, but we, we going to pay the price. If we do 1% of their crime, are we done? But we put them in power, though. You know, next time that you want to, you know, I tell people, when you listen to this, next time you want to find out where you listen to, you know, Trump, you know, there's a lot of stuff that the, the, the media claims that, that, that Trump said that wasn't true. And if, let's say, you do attack Trump, let's say on the stuff that he said about women, then why give a free pass to uh, Joe Biden? He did stuff too. Should I remind you of Tara Reid? She's in Russia right now because she's scared. Because she was going to come fast to Congress. Someone who was assaulted by Joe Biden, right? Believe for a woman. I believe Tara Reid. But why is it that she had to go to another country? In Russia. Because, unfortunately, when you go against the establishment, whenever I, I, I see people trying to share on, you know, Trump being indicted because of the Espionage Act, I always keep in mind Malcolm X. Martin Luther King, Bobby Kennedy, just to name a few, the United States will go after you. They will definitely go after you. They have a history. So you want to cheer on uh, uh, the, the powers that be because they indicted Trump. You give them a lot of power just because you want to get Trump because you dislike Trump? Come on now. If they, if they went after Martin Luther King, they went after Malcolm. Again, just to name a few. They could go after you real easily, real easily. So don't don't share on 
that Trump got indicted. Don't show on that the FBI raided his house. Don't no, because not right now the FBI is raiding other people's house, uh, especially the uh, black uh, socialists in Florida, the Uhuru, Uhuru, I believe. So that's the Uniparty in itself, the philosophy behind the Uniparty. I hope that you enjoy this conversation because uh, I got mad love for you. I got mad love for all of you that are listening to. Woo, we making it happen, that's for sure. So once again, look out. I'll be doing these things uh, a little bit more on a weekly basis. It's a little bit difficult because sometimes you do like little personal challenge, but I always say, me, me, me making great things happen every time. And not just every day, but every second. Me making it count. All right, my family. Much love. I'm out. Peace. I'm out. Take care. Peace.